Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Not Another Sneaker Podcast. I'm Julian Osius, and I'm here with Jake Willard. What's up, Jake? What's up, Ju? How you doing today, man? Doing all right. Um, you know, same old same old stuff. Another day in Eugene, uh, season two of Not Another Sneaker Podcast. Excited to be back. Very excited to be back. Uh, what are you rocking today, Jake? So I'm taking, with the weather, so we're getting a weird sunny day today uh, in Eugene. We're expecting a lot of rain for the foreseeable future, and we're just coming off of a big flood from yesterday. So saw it was sunny outside today, so I had to break out some nice summer shoes. I got some slip-on vans, the uh, the checkerboard vans, the classics, the white and black. But these are actually the, the Vans Peanuts collab. So it's Charles Schultz's comic strip, the Peanuts. Uh, and so they got Snoopy in every single one of the check boxes, making a different face. Um, I'm a big fan of these and I don't wear them enough because they're white and it's hard to wear white shoes in Eugene, uh, especially white canvas shoes. And with it being a collab, I, I, I like the peanuts a lot. Um, and so growing up, me and my family go to the Schultz museum all the time in Santa Rosa. So, uh, it was just really cool to get these collab and I had to get them. So that's why I'm rocking them today because the weather is nice and hopefully I'm not going to get them dirty. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't rain anymore. Yeah. It's been pouring the last few days. Honestly, fingers crossed. So. Weather in Eugene has been wonky if, you, if you've been listening to the last few yeah. episodes. I mean, we had snow. It was sunny for a few days. Now it's been pouring. Flooding rain. Flooding, seriously. Yeah, it's rough. So yeah, yeah. A, a nice uh, day, but I decided to, to wear some more Nike basketball as I usually do. The classics. Uh, I'm wearing some Kyrie 1s, the original colorway, uh, the dream uh, colorway. And uh, I just love this pair. I, I saw this one. I was like, all right, they actually are going to try with this Kyrie, uh, Kyrie line, even though they're going to be on the cheaper side. So I'm pretty happy they've continued actually trying with like cool colorways, especially with like the latest Kyrie, which I haven't gotten one since this pair, but I would like to. Honestly, I think I like the silhouette of the one the best. I don't think it's had the best colorways necessarily, but I think I like the silhouette the best. It's always yeah. kind of stood out to me the most. So. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree besides with the newest one. I think those are the two best for yeah. me. But I, I just love this shoe. I need It doesn't quite... It's like a half size too small. Mm-hmm. I wish I got an eight and a half instead of an eight. Yeah. So I like, kind of have to wear them a little weird, but I, I still like them anyway. Yeah. We're rocking them today. And it's pretty cool. And I think it's going to tie into what we're going to talk about later in the podcast uh, as well with some cool new Kyries coming out and stuff like that. Absolutely. But we got some big news to talk about from a non-Nike brand today. Um, that's exciting for you, right? A lot of Adidas. A lot of Adidas. A lot of Adidas. That's Adidas. pretty cool. It's very cool. Um, probably the coolest is we were just talking about this off air. Um, Adidas just signed Beyonce, Queen B, Queen B, the one and only, and that's a really big deal. Like ob- obviously, yeah, because she's as big as it gets in the music industry. Well, so people like in sneakers kind of look at that and they're just like, "Why Beyonce? She's not really known for wearing sneakers, like, like just in general." Um, but I think just like it was a big move by Adidas to move out of the sneaker realm and reach a new audience. And I think that was really big just because she's got global influence. Um, she's one of the biggest artists by far right now. And just in general, I mean, like she's got a huge fan base. So, I mean, this is going to be a good way to get new people who may not even be into sneakers into Adidas because they have Beyonce. And I think that was a big move on their part. And I think they're kind of trying to follow this uh, Puma Rihanna wave. That right. It's a few years old by this point. So you would you would think this would have come sooner. But um, Rihanna has her shoes, her Fenty shoes with Puma. And although most people wouldn't necessarily think of Puma outside of just if they happen to love their Puma Clydes or like their dad or mom talks about their old Pumas or something like that. Um, it got people really talking about Puma, especially girls for a while because Rihanna is such a star figure. And so now to have somebody arguably bigger, I mean, probably most people would agree just bigger than Rihanna. Um, 
signing with Adidas is a really big deal because she's going to get her own signature. And uh, that, you know, that there can't be uh, understated how important that's going to be for Adidas in the future. Absolutely. And other parts of the deal. So they're also going to revive Beyonce had her own athleisure line called Ivy Park. Um, and so she that she's been running that on her own. But now Adidas is kind of going to play a bigger role in reviving that and bringing that up to the fold. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of other cool stuff to come from that collaboration as well. Um, but I think it's just also a big deal because like the other big names that they have and their biggest collabs lately have been non-athletes and they've been like the Kanye West, the Yeezy line or Pharrell Williams, like, like his stuff was really hot for a while. Um, and so it's just like Adidas has been always been at the forefront of signing these non-athletes and allowing them to make their own signature shoes and really get big in that regard. Um, and so Adidas has always been really good about that. Um, but also interesting to talk about, we have to at least touch on this, was that uh, Reebok was actually first in line to kind of get Beyonce. They had her in some meetings. They were pitching her what they were going to do uh, for her, what the shoes were going to look like. And Beyonce kind of turned, like clapped back at them a little bit and said, it's like everyone in the room right now, is this the team that I'm going to be working with for the foreseeable future on this shoe? Um, and they said yes. And she looked around and everyone in the meeting was 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 white or mostly mostly male. Um, and Beyonce has always been really good about that diversity and like she wants people working like similar to her uh, on her projects. And so that was a big she walked out of that meeting with Reebok and she went to Adidas and Adidas was was there and they have some of the better designers and stuff and more diversity in the in the office. So that was that was a big factor for her. And it's always important to to kind of mention that and big respect to Beyonce for doing that. Yeah. And it's awesome to see Beyonce uh, continue to talk the talk and walk the walk. I mean, she's been a big advocate of social equality and uh, opportunity for all people who look like her or who like other women and stuff like that. Um, she's just been at the forefront for as long as we can remember in that, uh, that battle for equality and to see her continue to want uh, not just in front of cameras and stuff, but even behind the scenes, helping her out, build her brand even further. Uh, she wants to bring these people like her. And I think that's really uh, commendable and respectable and again walk the walk even when nobody's looking and you'll get a lot more respect that way i think it's a really big deal yeah and it's gonna be exciting to see what what the shoes look like coming from her and, and all that stuff going forward and so, even if they're not great i think they're gonna that, sell that's not what matters it's just it's her name's attached to it mm -hmm. it's gonna sell yeah. at least like a little bit even unless it's so. like that bad which i, I, I doubt it will be they they gotta put the best exactly, forward for her. It, it can't be that bad yeah so um or it's like a a trendsetter it could be that too she could yeah. be uh at the forefront for women's shoes and i think that would be really cool yeah to start seeing like this new uh wave of girl sneakerheads have their yeezy honestly you know? yeah because yeezy did that for for men's shoes for a while and like he was really at the forefront of designing what was hip and he kind of brought us into this new wave of modern looking shoes and different things and so, I mean, he's, you can't sleep on Kanye West's influence, and I hope that Beyonce could do that too. But, I mean, that's a good transition. Yeah, speaking of Kanye West's influence, it feels like we talk about a new Yeezy every week because we probably do because there's just so many colorways of mm -hmm. the 350 and the 750 and 700s the and 700 whatever, and yeah. the soon-to-be 475 and yeah, all these be. ridiculous <laughs> numbers that Kanye's coming up with. But this one's actually exciting, I think. Because it's just going back to all black. Yeah. On his best silhouette, which is the 350, uh, we're just going back to all black. So it's still the static mm -hmm. V3 nonsense that we've had. Right. But this one's just going to be completely blacked out, a black translucent sole. You still are able to see through a little bit mm -hmm. in the uh, the forefoot. 
And this this one's really dope. I'm I'm a big fan of this. How about how about you, Jake? How yeah, you feeling? I I, I kind of like it too. I mean, I think some of my favorite three fifties were those original black pairs. So it was kind of weird, like when they first started doing the three fifty V two. It was all like literally never deviated away from like the black upper with the stripe through it. And so like they did it to the point where they kind of oversaturated that a bit, and then they switched and started doing the crazier stuff like the zebra. Um, and then the blue tints and the, the whatever, the McChicken, the semi-frozen yellow, it looks like a McChicken, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, so now they're kind of getting back to what they were first good at, and it was the black. And so, I mean, I'm excited. I think it's going to be cool. Um, I still think I, the Oreo Easy 350 V2 is still my favorite uh, version of the 350s, but uh, I would say that, that this is going to be a nice kind of touch back to like the early days when 350 V2 hype was at its peak. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's very exciting, and again, it's just another Kanye issue. Um, he's been managing to keep up his like image lately with these Sunday church services that yeah. he's been doing, which have been really cool. But we we never got that Yandi album. We never did. We so never got that. We might, what, what's going on? Kanye? He might drop it randomly. You never know with him. So. Honestly, at any point, he might just give that to us, and it'll be alongside a wild co- restock of like <laughs> pirate blacks. Hopefully, that'd be kind of amazing. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. So transitioning away a little bit from the Adidas hype that's been happening, uh, we'll get back to it just a little bit later, but it's been a really big week for sports in general. I mean, we have we just had the national cha- championship for men's and women's college basketball. Uh, shout out to the Oregon women's ducks for getting to the final four and losing to the eventual champions in the Baylor Bears. And then the Virginia Cavaliers took it home for the men after losing to a 16 seed last year. Um, we're going to hear that for years to come. Honestly. There'll be a 30 for 30 about it. I'm not happy to see it, but it is a very cool story. Hey, at least the Ducks will be in that 30 for 30 because we lost to Virginia. Hopefully they give us a little bit of, a little bit so of yeah, show. Both the men and the women basketball but team lost to the national champion. That's kind of cool. Pretty so. cool. And so that was a great game. They played Texas Tech. Virginia did and uh, had a thriller going to OT. Uh, so that was awesome. Uh, Nike school winning again. What else is new? Unfortunately. Um, we're probably going to get some sort of cool Virginia shoe celebrating, but since it's Virginia and they're not really known to be flashy, it won't be anything too crazy probably, As whereas like if an Oregon or a Michigan one or a Duke. It'd be electric. It would probably be really electric. We'd yeah. get like Jordan releases. Oh. We'd get those uh, Michigan fives if they won. Oh, Hope, you know, if only. Can only dream. But so that's really cool for shoes, uh, a potential right there as another Nike school winning. And then coming up, we have the NBA playoffs just around the corner, as well as the NHL playoffs, which don't affect sneaker culture quite as much. But the NBA playoffs, and that's a huge deal for sneakers because that's when in the old days, the Nike Elite shoes used to come out. So pretty much brand new models for Mm -hmm. the KD, the Kobe and LeBron line. And now we're going to get Paul George, new colorways, and Kyrie. And LeBron's actually the only Nike yeah, signature athlete that. to not be in the playoffs this year, which is just mind boggling because how many he's been in the finals for what, eight straight seasons? Something like that, yeah. The finals, not the playoffs, the, the finals. finals. And that's just insane to be missing such an integral piece of the NBA in the playoffs, I think. Absolutely. And in sneakers. I mean, LeBron's always the uh, the the go-to guy when they want to put something yeah. hot out, I feel like. 100%. Like, they've definitely put a lot of more a lot more work into uh, LeBron's shoe this year than anyone else's, so. Oh, and that's not, it's not even close, really. Yeah. Besides just, like, some one-off colorways with uh, Kyrie and then, yeah. obviously, the Russell Westbrook line, which we've given yeah. a lot of love to on this show. sick, yeah. But um, we're going to get a brand new silhouette from his first ever sneaker, 
from the one and only Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Greek freak. The Greek freak. He's getting his first signature shoe, and instead of waiting for next season, they're going to ride off the hype of the Milwaukee Bucks, the number one seed in the East with LeBron gone out of the East. Crazy. Um, they're they're just riding the hype, and they're going to release that shoe the first playoff game, I'm pretty sure. Yep, that's going to be the official release. I am super stoked, honestly, and I think you are too, but I th- everyone is because like, with Nike basketball, especially, like you never know what, what the what the silhouette's going to look like. They could go all kinds of directions with it. Um but I, I'm just I'm excited to see not only like the silhouette, but what colorway they go with for the first one. Because I think that first colorway, like as we talked about in the past, is always the trendsetter and always the one that really catches people's attention the most. So I'm super excited. If it's a good shoe, I definitely want to cop because I'm Greek and I love Giannis. So it's super cool. I'm super excited. And I just really hope that they don't decide to go the way of our first colorway is going to be a Milwaukee Bucks colorway. Not that it's bad colors. I think their their green and gold are really cool, but. With most like initial shoes that have come out, there's like the quote unquote preheat version, and so it's like it's always the more fashion oriented or not even fashion. Sometimes just kind of out there and wacky and like very um, personalized to the player. So I'll have like a lot of personality showing, and hopefully we get to see a little bit of that from Giannis. I mean, we've seen a lot of personality from him this year. He's talked a lot of smack to people like Joel Embiid and stuff. And uh, I would love to see him continue to kind of grow as uh, a brand, not just a basketball player. We've also seen a lot of heart out of him, too. Like, he just seems like such a caring guy, like, really respectful to fans. Like, I just remember the viral video of, like, the girl gave him a binder full of her drawings that she made of him. And then he gave her a big hug. She started crying. Like, he just seems like such a nice guy as well. And so, like, he's just, like, his stock is rising so much. And I think this shoe is definitely going to be a big part of that as well, um, which is really exciting to see. And if he uh, continues to kind of on his road to dominance in the NBA, uh, you could really, I honestly can see him kind of rise to these Steph Curry, like Mm -hmm. um, almost some people like really, really love Steph. I mean, not just in America, people in a lot of like Asian countries Mm -hmm. love Steph and just wherever basketball is watched. And so I think Giannis can kind of be that, especially since he is, Mm -hmm. um, from Greek, he's a Greek, Greek, yeah, and he is an international player. So having a guy from outside of the U.S. be such a high up athlete in the U.S.'s like league, mm-hmm. like, this is a very American dominated sport yeah. for the most part. Um, that's going to be really cool to see his like global reach. I think absolutely, and I think how he does in the playoffs is also going to be a big factor in that as well. Because I mean, obviously, Steph has kind of proven himself in the playoffs, and like all these Nike athletes have really proven themselves in the playoffs as well. Uh, Giannis, I think it's like getting his signature shoe right when they go into the playoffs as the number one seed is going to be uh, a big, a big thing. And so it's going to be interesting because to see. Imagine that. if they go on a run and oh. go to the finals and say they beat Golden State, right? Yeah. And they win the NBA Finals and they beat Golden State, the juggernaut with you know, KD and Steph and everybody else that they have. Mm -hmm. And it's Giannis, the one who does it. Yeah. With his brand new shoe. first signature shoe. That that will sell like hotcakes. We'll get a a championship pack of it. That'll be a really cool like month and a half just for his shoe. Because we're going to, I'm sure we're going to see a lot of cool PEs and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, you got to keep in mind, like Michael Jordan didn't win his first championship until the sixth signature shoe. And like same thing for other like I think Kyrie won it on his like what third maybe or something like that and like so I mean it's like if you won it on your first that's kind of a big deal so that's pretty cool exactly it's kind of recognizing uh, yeah the talent at the right time but there's also not just NBA like like playoffs happening we also got a big event in in the Masters for two coming up it's probably like the biggest sports event. 
besides like the big four. Yeah. I mean, the Masters is a big deal. Yeah. And absolutely. We had a really cool Nike pack coming out for the Masters that was actually just like scrapped today. So we thought, yeah. <laughs> it was just scrapped today, but it was a really cool pack that you'll still see the golfers wearing on foot. And I think this is a really important pack because golf is not really a sport that you think of when you think of like style mm-hmm. or when you think of uh, swag or anything like that. And so you had a pair of Jordan 11s. Snakeskin 11 snake lows. Snakeskin 11 lows. As golf shoes. As golf shoes. And then you had a, a few other different types of Nike silhouettes. I think that Air Max 1 was one of them. It was just kind of an all-black standard. Um, and, like, they've been doing a lot. Like, Nike but Nike Golf has been doing a pretty good job, I think, over the years. Like, they've done a couple of, like, Jordan silhouettes, like 11s. They've been throwing on golf shoes, Jordan 3s, Jordan 1s. Like, they've all been making golf shoes out of it. And, like, they've been selling. Like, they've sold out. Like, they've been hype. Um, and so, like, they've been doing a good job, but it's just cool to see that they're finally around the Masters doing, like, signature stuff for it, like, logo on the shoes, Masters colors, um, like, it's just really cool to see they're kind of giving a little more into the big events, and that's going to be exciting to see, even though they're not releasing it to the public, just the fact that they're doing it in general, this time I think it's still pretty cool. I'm, I'm not exactly sure why they're not releasing to the public, Honestly. I'm sure there's a really good reason, I don't quite know it, because I think these would have really sold well, and I think letting the public get some pairs of them I mean, if I saw a pair of Jordan 11 golf shoes, I'd be like, huh, since when do they make those for golf shoes? Maybe I should try out golf. Honestly. And it'll, even if it's like 10 people, I'm sure it'll get some people in the golf and maybe it'll watch the Masters a little bit, especially if they bought a shoe like for it. Yeah. You're definitely going to want to watch it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was a really big deal. I'm upset that they're not actually releasing. But I am excited to see what other brands are doing. I know Puma is always really involved with uh, Ricky. Mm-hmm. And, Ricky Fowler, yeah. And he's always so eccentric with what he wears. And I'm excited to see his orange on Sunday if he, if he makes it there. And whatever he's wearing throughout the rest of the week. And for everybody else, too, if Adidas decides to actually try and throw their hat in the ring and really get into this, this new kind of uh, golf shoe wave or not, it'll be really, really fun to see. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the Masters is always just such a big, big tournament for golf. Like, that's, like, the pinnacle for golf, especially in the United States, people watching. Um, like, that's for, like, the casual golf fan or the f- people who don't normally watch golf. Like, the Masters is usually when they jump in. Um, and so it's going to be cool to see that their sports brands are recognizing that and they can do cool stuff. Um, so that's exciting. So, yeah, big week for sports in general. Um, but one thing we'd also got to talk about, right, coming up tomorrow – uh, obviously recording this earlier in the week, but it'll release on the 12th and the 13th is a, is a very special day for basketball fans everywhere. Um, and there will be some shoes coming out around. Uh, Julie, you're, you're always excited for this holiday, right? Yeah, it's a uh, Mamba Day 2019. And Mamba is for the great Kobe Bryant, uh, the Black Mamba, as he was called when he played. And so that was his last game of his career on quote, like Mamba Day, which is the 13th of April. And so that's when he dropped 60 on i don't was it golden state i don't remember who they played but but he dropped 60 in his last game ever and it was just the most uh, exciting game i ever i remember we were in the dorms in carson hall freshman you're watching that on the and we had we had that up on one tv and then we had the golden state game on the other because they were chasing the The 73 win season and kobe bryant was playing his last game ever so we we all made like a pretty cool like watch party for both of those games and I think that's partially why this means a lot to me. I think that was such a cool day. Absolutely. Especially for all of our friends to kind of enjoy and watch that together. 
But it's also a great day for shoes. I mean, they they released a shoe that day, uh, a Nike ID mm-hmm. of his model at the time, the the Kobe uh, twelve, something like that. Yeah. And now every day since they've been releasing the the Kobe, or every year since the Kobe AD mm-hmm. and a new model, and then they've been doing a different Nike athlete with a Mamba Day tribute, like kinda. a colorway. Yeah. yeah. And so this year we're getting. Paul George is getting a colorway, and so is Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And they're both doing. Kyrie's doing the the chaos colorway, which is actually a really popular colorway in the Kobe line. And Paul George is doing the yellow snake, which came out with the Kobe Eight. Mm-hmm. And they're both really good tributes. I think they they both embody everything that the the Kobe colorways and shoes have been over the years. Uh, how do you feel about it, Jake? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's really cool. Like, I think rather than bringing back another Kobe silhouette for it like throwing it on a different nike basketball silhouette is really cool and it's really cool way to pay tribute um just because like kobe's still present in basketball whether he, even though he's retired um and you get to see it in these shoes that are still releasing and then the athletes playing and it's just really cool to like across the nba like like that nike's kept the kobe line alive after he's retired but also just like that you see on the court a lot of people are still balling in them um and that's just really cool to see in general um, just because like, like I said, like it, his presence is still felt in the NBA. People still remember him and we still celebrate Mamba day. Um, and so it's just, I'm excited about it. I think it's really cool. Um, like I, I remember like after that last game, I was like, I started getting a little emotional cause like I had never watched basketball when Kobe Bryant wasn't a player. And so I was like getting emotional. Like I got to buy the shoes. I want to buy a pair of Mambas right now or Kobe Bryant shoes or whatever. And um, I just remember like that day I was like searching and all the prices were so high just because everyone was on the hype like I was. But um, I mean, just every day, every year on Mama Day, I always remember like I almost bought a pair of Kobe's and like maybe one day I will buy a pair of Kobe's and like I would be more likely to buy one of these ones um like the the Kyrie's with the mamba colorway or whatever um just because i remember like i hated i hated kobe until that last game and then i was like okay like i still respect the guy and like he was a big deal so i think it's cool that they do this kind of cross collaboration and it's a good way to keep the nike basketball like line in general like thriving and the the crisscross collabs always do cool good job on so yeah and kind of following that there's another legendary player retiring this season kind of in a kobe-esque retirement tour that he's gone on throughout the year where his team's not quite the best but he's had a pretty good season and that's Dwayne wade and he's another really big guy in the sneaker community because he kind of did it a different way he started off with jordan brand which makes sense i mean he was the cool young kid out of college he was high flying we called him the flash because he was so quick and so he was on Jordan for a few years with his great buddy Carmelo Anthony and Chris Paul. I mean, they're the best of friends, so that made a lot of sense too. And then he eventually decided to switch over and join Lining, the uh, the Chinese brand. And that was such a strange move at the time when he did that back in like 2012. But it makes so much sense now because he's had such creative freedom with Lining and he's really gotten to show like who he is as a person through so many different colorways of this shoe. And now we're at the seventh iteration of it. Yeah, the way of weight, it's what it's called. Um, And like the cool thing about this one is like, yeah, he gets that creative freedom and you just get to see like him express himself through the shoe. But also like like they're good looking shoes. Like like it's pretty cool to see like that this other company, like not a major player, was able to sign such a big name guy and he really brought life to them and like really allowed them to do such cool stuff. Um, and just really cool silhouettes overall. Um, I've actually seen them rocked around campus a lot, which is really cool. Um, just cause it's not a shoe. Like you used to have a pair. I remember, 
um and just like seeing this shoe it's like it's different but it still looks really good and you, you gotta respect it almost every time you see it which is just it's cool and you respect the player too like a lot of times you look at a shoe like yeah it's really good looking shoe it's hype but like the player is also a big part of the shoe he's always attached like i know some people that hate michael jordan like the jordan line because they hated michael jordan as a player most of them are knicks fans um so understandable yeah right so like it's just like that some people forget about that player attachment to their signature shoe and i think the way away like like that's gonna be the shoe that's gonna stand out and you'll remember Dwayne Wade with and same with like kobe bryant's like the mamba days to his kobe shoe like like stuff like that like you always got to remember the players embodied in the shoe um and that's the storytelling in basketball shoes nike especially has been doing a good job of this where you kind of really get to see the personality of the player in the shoe um and we've seen that a lot with russell westbrook lately but just in general i mean like that's that's a big part of it as well and just like you're saying like the person behind the shoe means just as much honestly as a silhouette and a great representation of that with Dwayne wade is there was a four minute commercial put out for him i think it was from budweiser yeah budweiser did a commercial. and it's he's been on this retirement tour swapping jerseys with other friends other great players that he respects just people in general that uh have respected him or looked up to him and in this commercial he got to trade jerseys with I think five other people mm-hmm. and they're all people that he impacted their lives in off the court, completely off the court just because of the person that he is by nature. Mm-hmm. And it's, if you haven't gotten a chance to watch this video, watch it alone in your room. You will cry. <laughs> it's very emotional. And I mean, I, I cried a little bit. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very, very emotional um, video. Even if you don't know who Dwayne Wade is at all, just seeing the impact that you can have on people just from little things. I mean, one of the things he just put a person's name on his shoe for a game. That's all he did. And it really affected this family. Mm-hmm. And so they, they give something very valuable. The family gives something very valuable to Dwayne in their uh, Jersey swap. And it's a really great video. Um, it just shows that somebody you, you're always bigger than whatever you do. You're bigger than music. You're bigger than basketball. You're bigger than the sneakers you wear. Mm-hmm. Um, these personalities in, um, just in general in society are can influence people and if you have a good influence and a good persona uh, you can make good things happen there's a big story to be told uh in shoes especially when they're attached to players or artists or whatever be like the frel williams line is a really good example just because he put a lot of meaning into those shoes and the stories behind them were really powerful um and so that's always people like that and story sneakerheads really seem to enjoy that as well so yeah, and I think anybody who, whether you're in the sneakers or not, um, I mean, if you're watching a show, you enjoy if there's a good backstory mm-hmm. to a character. Otherwise, you're not going to care, right? If they, uh, if like on Game of Thrones, if a character has no backstory and they die, who cares? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's kind of like that with, with everything in life. I mean, a story to it makes it all the more meaningful. And sneakers are the same way. Mm-hmm. And I, I really have grown to appreciate the, um, the personalities that we have in the sneaker community uh, not just the people who have sickness or shoes and Absolutely. stuff like that but the people who try and push the culture a little bit further the people like the nipsey hustles of this world who don't have a signature shoe but they have a clothing line mm-hmm. and uh they were sadly gunned down too early mm-hmm. in their life but they were still able to make impacts to many people and you know, if you got a cool hat with the the Nipsey Hustle uh, paper right. playing on the on the front, you want a cool pair of blue shoes with it. You mm-hmm. know, and so you see those uh those Travis Scott fours, and you're like, oh man, I need those to go with that. Absolutely. 
and uh, it kind of all eventually finds its way together yeah. in, in this uh, sneaker culture that we're in. And I think that's really, really uh, cool to keep seeing happen. Yeah, 100%. Like, and I also think I remember like when Mac Miller died, Like, he was big for me growing up and listening to his music. And uh, his most recent album, Swimming, really resonated with me. I remember after hearing he he passed, Like, I had immediately went out and bought like his most dope line. Uh, he had his own sh- clothing line, so I had to go buy something from that just because remember the person and the personality he had and the personality he put into his clothes. And then like Nike's on my feet, another good shoe from him, Like, like or another song from him. And like listening to that whenever I'm wearing good pair of shoes or something like that, like just things like that go a long way. So it's always fun to kind of intermix those when you can. And so remember people and what they kind of stood for and what they, what they were. So. Absolutely. So that's, that's kind of all I had for Mm -hmm. today. I mean, I I wanted to talk a lot about these personalities and sneakers and we kind of touched on a bunch of them. Uh, be definitely on the lookout for those Beyonce shoes mm-hmm. because those are going to be pretty cool. Yeah, Giannis' shoes. We'll see how those look. Um, excited to see those. And like, hundred percent, watch this Dwayne Wade commercial. Yes. I, I can't like say it enough. Please, please yeah. watch that. It's You're really good. Love it. Um, that's all I got for you today. Yeah, that's all we had. So this is a fun. This is a fun podcast. This is a fun episode. Definitely. Um, anytime we can talk about emotional stories like that, it, it makes it fun. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll uh we'll catch you on release date. See you guys later.